Hello, brothers and sisters. Grace and peace be multiplied upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, let the spirit of wisdom and revelation flow through me today. But also, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let the spirit of wisdom and revelation be upon every person that, are, that is hearing my voice. And Father, I pray, Lord, that a spirit of prayer come upon them. Where they'll pray without ceasing, Lord. Where they can't help but pray. Glory, where they'll wake up praying. Where they'll go, they'll go to bed praying. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I remember years ago when me and my wife first got, you know, saved. You know, uh, the church we was going to, they used to have a 40-day fast um, to start the year off. And what they'll do, you just don't eat during the day. You'll break your fast that evening. And you'll go 40 days. And um, I remember both of us, probably after about a week, we looked at each other at the same time, and both of us said, man, we've been tripping. Because it's something about when you pray and you mix it with fasting, it reveals the, the iniquity that you're practicing. Sometimes, a lot of times, it'd be unknowingly, to be honest with you. Sometimes you could be doing things unknowingly. And uh, I'm, I'm a witness to that. And once you realize you could be doing it unknowingly, you start to have grace with other people. You can realize that they're doing things unknowingly. You know? So that's why the Bible says if a brother is overcome in a fault, them that are spiritual, restore that person in a spirit of meekness. You know why you got to be meek? Because you might be unknowingly in the same predicament. So one thing that is key to prayer is humility. You got to understand, you know, when you're in the world, you'd be like, man, I do this and I do that. You know, you sometimes you be pretty arrogant or you think you can do things by your own strength. Like you might say, man, I go out there. You think you like in one of them war movies, like you the you the person that's going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? That's if God allowed you to be the person to get it done. He can allow such a thing if he want to. But one place it says pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. The older I get, the more I stay in the Lord, I'm starting to realize that I need, I need the Lord. I need his help. And I get on my knees and pray sometimes. I pray all kind of prayer, standing up, riding in the truck, sitting down. And sometimes I get on my knees and sometimes I lay on my face. The posture of getting on the knees is a posture of humility. You know, one place in Isaiah, the 58th chapter, they say, bow, bow in your head like a bull rush. When a bull get ready to rush, what he do? He bow his head so those horns can get you. Well, bowing your head as a bull rush in, in the human form is an act of humility. And when you humble yourself that way, that, 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 that anointing going to come from God. You know, Abraham laid on his face and God spoke to him when he laid on his face. You know, it's just an act of you. It's a posture of the body. Many um, religions and witchcraft like yoga, those things which leads to the, uh, the occult, which is based uh, off the Indian uh, religion. Not now I'm talking about the Native America. I'm talking about the country, India. Yoga 
they have different postures of the body. These things they call shockers. And what you what they do is they have you posture your body in such a manner to allow demons to come in. And so they stole that from the Christian. See, the if you read your Bible, you'll notice every time you use the word worship, they say, and he worshiped the Lord, you'll notice that the posture of the body was laying on the face. And then even Paul said, I bow my knees to the Father. It's a posture of the body. That stuff is not written for no reason. It's, it's something to it. Now, I didn't know that at first. You know what I mean? But as you progress in the Lord, he'll give you revelation little by little. And I learned that because nowadays there's a lot of people practicing witchcraft unknowingly. They're doing yoga. They uh, they have stones and shockers. I didn't know what it was till I ran across people on my mail route. You know what I'm saying? In different ones. When I started hearing it two or three times, then I knew. I said, okay. And they use words like manifest. That's that's their vernacular. They always talk about manifest. Well, they talk about manifest. That's a biblical term also. But it was too many people saying it that wasn't necessarily born again Christians. So they are manifesting witchcraft. And they unknowingly practice witchcraft. And it's a curse to come on you for practicing that. You might not see the results of it right away, but it'll hit you when you least expect it. So if you've been practicing witchcraft, repent for seeking help from sources other than the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Luke, the 18th chapter, and at verse 1, it says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. So I remember it was real hot. They was like, Oh, you're going to make it. I said, if I pray, I will. I said, God gave me a command to pray and not to faint. I will obey God. So I pray the word. So now first I get the word of God. The word of God say pray and not to faint. So I say, Lord, you commanded me to pray. So I start praying in the spirit. I might teach on that later on in the week. But I pray in the spirit and I pray in English. And then I, then I make my decree. I say, in the name of Jesus, I will not faint. Because if I pray, I won't faint. God, you told me to pray. And you said, don't faint. I will obey you, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, I decree that I will not faint. And uh, I done dealt with that. That's when the temperature be 100, 102. And I work like a Trojan. I quote the scripture. Psalms 27 and verse 1, I think it says, The Lord is my strength and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the uh, strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, I might not have quoted it totally perfect, but the part I was <coughs> focusing on is that the Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is the strength of my life. For I pray the scripture. You got to pray the word. I started the title is praying the word, but prayers and decrees go along with that. You got to pray what the scripture says, because the scripture is a more sure word of prophecy. And all scripture is given by inspiration of God by holy men as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And when, when Jesus, when he was dealing with Satan, when he was on his 40-day fast, he would say, it is written. So Jesus prayed the scripture. I'm going to pray the scripture. You're going to pray the scripture. And when you pray the scripture, the word is a living word. The word is alive. See? So <clears throat> we're still in Luke 18. Verse 2, it says, saying, <clears throat> there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow 
in that city. And she came unto him saying, avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, least by her continual coming, she weary me. Now, it's this, one, this is a prayer of petition. And that's the same kind of prayer that Elijah was praying when he was stopping the rain. See, sometimes you might not have scripture on something. And when you don't have scripture on something, it's kind of like a prayer petition. See, you have to you have to keep on petitioning. You have to keep on having a, being under the spirit of prayer to control the situation. Because you have the power in your tongue. God has made you an ambassador and it can go however you want it to go. <clears throat> so it's different than a prayer petition than if you're praying according to God's will, which is the scripture. So this lady was going to an unrighteous judge. And verse 6, it said, And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. See, you heard what he said. He's going to avenge her because she weary him. But, but listen to God. Verse 7, And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him? So he said we have to cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Now this is a prayer talking about avenge them of their adversary. He will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth. Faith is a complete confidence in someone and something. So if the thing don't come immediately, God's saying, are you going to give up? Or are you going to believe, that, oh, he's going to do it. That's what he meant by that. Will he find faith on earth? Be blessed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.